0: This podcast is sponsored by Huboo, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider, helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs—picking, packing, and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Huboo. Three peeps in the podcast. <laughs>
1: the three peaks on the podcast, the bonus show. City haven't won at the Hawthorns for almost 30 years. It was the 27th of December 1993 when a solitary goal from Brian Tinian won the game. Off the back of a disappointing result on Saturday, Pearson made a big call to drop Vyman and bring in Matty James back from injury and it paid dividends. But what has happened to West Brom this season? A 100th league appearance from Semenyo and 50th league appearance for Rob Atkinson. Matt, it was a, a good evening.
2: Uh, yeah, Brian Tinian, whatever happened to him? He yeah. went on to have a bit of a stellar career, I think, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, brilliant, mate, wasn't it? Brilliant atmosphere in the away end. Um, I think even the most optimistic of of City fans after West Brom's sacking of Steve Bruce and their, their victory the weekend against High Fly and Reading, um, I'm not sure many of us would have uh, gone there with with much hope. And then when you realised that it, it was 93 the last time we'd won there. But it was a... I mean, just a really, really good performance. Defensively, yeah. You know, we had to ride the storm in terms of lots of dead balls, lots of corners, free kicks. But we defended brilliantly and scored two good goals um, and, and deservedly came away from the Hawthorns with a win. Um, and we've had lots of Baggies fans. You know, one one of your mates, Chrissy, travelled and is a, a, a West Brom fan.
1: And, and they've all said the same thing. Thoroughly deserved victory. So... Yeah, a really enjoyable night, wasn't it? Well, also, Chris was saying, you know, honestly, you know, we're not actually that good this season, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it, I've yeah. re- I read it all before. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, he did, didn't he, before? And then, and I mean, as it was, and I, I'm genuinely, genuinely not being disrespectful to West Brom, but like you said at the start, I, I, that's the poorest West Brom se- team I've seen. Um, yeah, they've got a couple of players there that look like they really aren't at this level anymore in terms of. Um, the likes of Phillips and Livermore—they just don't seem to, to have the legs anymore. But I'll also say, you, you, you know, again, the, the calls that Nigel Pearson made with Matty James coming in, Andy dropping out, Tommy dropping out, and Naki coming in—he he got spot on. Um, and it was a performance that, even even if you come away, I think when you're two nil up, if you end up conceding two to go two two, but it was a performance that that you could have come away from even not winning and gone, yeah, that's that's the t- team I want to
1: see. I want to see a team fight like that. I mean, they defended brilliantly, didn't they? Yeah, got some interesting stats in this one. I think they defended 13 set pieces, I read. Was it? Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, defended 13, 13 corners. 13 corners, yeah. Yeah, incredible, um, incredible. It's an 8 o'clock in the morning showing, but unfortunately no guest. Yeah. Um, hasn't shown up basically we'll leave it there <laughs> uh yeah. right let's do our check in matt at 10 this morning probably a
2: good eight thing although i felt absolutely knackered um <laughs> yeah i'm probably a good eight because on the back of it um you know and it's a good good trip up we had ben and ellie in the car um stopped off for a beer after eventually getting off the oh my god yeah the let's junction which oh my god i mean i know you, you, your your bruv was in front of us wasn't he and he he came off at junction one which is the roundabout um, before West Brom, mm. um, Waze took us off at Junction 2, um, and we came in kind of around the back in at yeah. a, a slightly different junction, but must have taken us 40 minutes to go 200 mm-hmm. yards just mm-hmm. to go around the roundabout, in effect, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and apparently that's, that's part of the reason why it's an 8 o'clock kickoff, is it's known, I think, I, I'm sure I read, that even the players ended up getting off the team coach <laughs> and walking the last 300 yards or something. So, yeah, incredible.
1: Absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, it was uh, a good trip up, as you say. Matt, uh, several uh, several top threes were discussed. We did, yeah. yeah, Biscuits, we crisps. Struggle uh, for time.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, Death Row meals. Yeah, it was all yeah. good stuff. And uh, introduced your good self and Ellie to the Star Bar. It uh, oh, was yes. in my in my top three of chocolates. Yeah. And uh, you uh, you ventured into the... Uh, I think it was a spa. Uh, yeah, a spa uh, in the garage on the way back and uh, purchased some star bars and yeah. uh, a whisper for Ben because he didn't peanuts. And uh, yeah, I think it went down very well. I think
1: both you and Ellie will be... Uh, Going the star star bar route in the future. Absolutely. Least three words were wonderful. Wells, winner. The lineup: O'Leary, Viner, Closer, Atkinson, Sykes, Scott, James as captain. Williams, De Silva, Semenyo, and Wells. Um, Obviously, Matty James coming back in. Matt, I think he players players fans probably won't appreciate how much he means to the team whilst he's been out because he's been out and he has been the cement holding us together. I think.
2: I mean, I, I think there are, um, there are fans who study, um, formations, patterns of play, the stats, you know, the likes of, of, of Dave Febs and stuff, um, who will realize what Matty James brings to the team. Um, I'm not that that type of fan. Um, I do. I am a fan who tends to follow the ball and um, kind of what's going on from from that point of view. Um, and so I've I've been critical of Matty James at times this season. Um, I felt his legs were gone. I felt he was too slow. Um, but last night he was outstanding. Um, I thought he's he d- he didn't do everything right, but he's been eight for however, however many weeks. But like you said, he's he's the cement patch. He he allowed. Alex Scott and Joe Williams. Joe Williams said in his post-match um, presser that he's been able to sort of push a little bit further forward. Mm. Um, and I thought it was a really, really good captain's performance from Matty James last night. Yeah, I thought he was excellent.
1: You mentioned Dave Febbs there. There's uh, mm. another um, analysis on yes. Twitter. At yeah. AnalysisBCFC. Or yeah, word. very good. yes. Yeah, this, this morning, or actually last night, he or she has pulled together... A video of all set piece defending which is uh which is great to see and watch that this morning so mm. yeah good work on that um the big one for me matt was campering not even on the bench having come on in um on saturday and caused the goal so just uh, don't don't get that no
2: i don't i don't um in terms of balance, um, I'm sure I saw him coming onto the pitch at the end with with Dan yeah. Bentley, so I think and he was speak. there. Yeah, so I think he was there. Um, but no, I I don't get it in terms of balance. I know I know Tanner was on the bench, but you've got a Callas that that can um, fill sort of right side as he did when he came on. Um, I think Cam gives you the balance. I think, um, and again, we'll talk about it. But I think Jay up until last night hadn't been on form um and cam came on and and made a difference when he came on got as you say got the assist for the goal and it's a strange one it's a strange one you can you can't think anything but there is something else going on for whatever reason nigel pearson doesn't rate him doesn't you know um and it's not you know i'm not neither of us are trying to stir anything up we we're, we're calling it as we see it and no, we're calling just- it as when we talk to fans at games what they say um, I think that, you know, you put a comment on Twitter last night and pretty much to a man, woman, and child, everyone said the same thing. Um, so, no, I, I don't understand it. And and more than anything, like you said, because of the balance of the side, I just think yeah. he gives you that left hand side capability, both whether that's in the, in the back line or whether that's pushing further forward.
1: Yeah. Um, There's only, only one person accused uh, Campering of being my love child. So, Did he? yeah. 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 I mean, he's um, tall, but he's not that tall, <laughs> is he? <laughs> um, and obviously, Andy Vyman coming out of the team and yep. obviously sticking with Scott and Williams and pushing Scott up into Andy Vyman's slot. A big call. And I, I I mean, I'd love to know what Andy Vyman thinks of that because he, you know, he is usually the engine room. But I think just coming back off of that international break, he just hasn't had that extra 10 yards, if you like. And and he's the
2: captain when, when Dan Bentley's is not playing. But but Nigel Pearson's got to be consistent in his decision-making. And if he felt that Dan Bentley deserved to be rested, dropped, whatever way you want to look at, I think he's dropped is probably the the the, the most likely. Um, then Andy Vyman hasn't been on form. And that's why I go back to Jay silver I don't think Jay has, although I think Nigel Pearson sees it differently um, because he, he was talking him up in games where I didn't think he'd been that great. But I think with Andy, he, he hasn't come back from that international break, this, the same player. And... Um, I think it was a slightly different setup last night. Um, I think we played more of a, a regular three in the middle. Um, and Andy likes to bomb on and, and almost be part of that frontline attack. I don't think the three last night were doing that. So the, the gaps that were, were left in between were slightly different. Um, and we just looked more solid. You know, we, we've talked so many times this season about the midfield losing the battle. They didn't last night they absolutely won it and in that first half in particular i thought the three of them but in particular joe williams and matty james bossed it i really mm. did
1: okay um yeah my i'm probably about an eight this morning as well matt uh it's, it's an early start in terms of podcasting so apologies if i'm a bit lost for words i'm still trying to wake up but we just <laughs> wanted to get it get it in and get it done this morning um but uh, yeah always always nice when a fan comes up to me in the concourse and shakes my hand and says thanks so much for doing the podcast we we, we do it as a hobby we, we're not getting paid yep. it's uh yep. it's a labor of love and when it you know we had it a couple of seasons ago when someone contacted us to say you know thank you you've got me through the pandemic and stuff like that so don't catch your name but thanks uh appreciate it yeah right. really nice yeah let's really nice. um let's get to the minutes then uh, the first minute, <laughs> we always get a chance in the first five minutes. See, we
2: seem to, don't we? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a long ball forward from Max O'Leary, a, a clearance. Um, and Naki Wells is seemingly through. And you just think, right, he's got to lob the keeper. He's got to get a shot away. But I think the ball just gets sort of stuck under his feet, having watched the replay now. And he's taken out, but no penalty, Matt.
2: Yeah, I think he just he kind of misbalances in... Um ends up going down. So yeah, I don't I don't think it was a penalty at all. He just, as you say, could, couldn't get his feet. His, his his first sort of touch where he tried to chest it in front of him, probably didn't get the right connection that enabled it to, to be out of his feet. Um it's funny we had a conversation, didn't you didn't we? Because you, you were sort of saying to me, couldn't understand how I choose to sit in the south stand from a <laughs> a, a viewing point of view. Because you do don't you don't get that perspective and from where we were we're thinking he's through on goal literally is completely fluffed his lines, yeah. and it wasn't quite that but um, yeah good good opportunity wasn't it a really good opportunity
1: yeah uh, thirty second minute not many notes in the first half Wells crossed deep from the right. Jade Silva volleys it back into the danger area and it's flicked in um it's flicked off Jake Levermore, who should have reacted quicker by clearing, and Williams flicks it home with his sort of the outside of his right boot and that's Joe Williams' first city goal and we're 1-0 at that.
2: Yeah. Um and again Joe Williams, you know, we we've we've talked about his his injury record in the past, and then that's three three games in a week. Um Hopefully he can play Saturday, and then you you, you kind of put that um, to, to bed a little bit. But but what was interesting, if you take that play back, is Joe that wins the ball on the halfway line with a really good tackle, and then the ball gets fed out to Naki. Um, obviously it was a, was too deep across. And if you if you listen to the highlights from Robin's TV, I'm not sure who who was commenting. I don't know if it was Ali or. Um, with, with Toby, but sort of saying, oh, I'll pull it back. Oh, no, you know, we should have pulled it back. And then, as you say, Jay does brilliantly to recycle it or, you know, play it back into that area. And Joe Joe finishes it for his first goal. And, um, you know, yeah, it wasn't the, the, the cleanest of strikes by his own admission, but how brilliant to see a midfielder win the ball on the halfway line and then be in the six-yard box to finish it. Um, and that will do his confidence the world a good. Um, so yeah, it was a, a, a good move, good goal. And before that, we 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 defended really really well. You know, it was a real bodies on the line performance. But in terms of, I'm I'm not saying yeah, you know, West Brom had a lot of pressure, but we were playing the better football. But we were defending so so well. Um, it was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Forty-first minute, good chasing down from Naki Wells on the keeper. One of those ones that could have gone anywhere. We've seen Semenyo score a couple of goals like that a couple of seasons ago, um, and and it's just what Naki gives you, isn't it? It's persistence. It's, uh, it's it's a massive shift from a few seasons back where he seemingly, you know, I think he was getting frustrated with not playing as a front two, playing out wide on the right but it just seems in the groove. We watched his post-match interview on the way home. Talks a lot of sense and just seems calm under pressure as well. It makes... Oh, lost your audio, Matt. It makes me
2: um, disappointed at how Naki's been treated... Since he's been with us, and that may there may be a million reasons for that. Um, I've I've openly said on the podcast at times I felt that he looked like he was sulking and um, you know wasn't putting in the performances. But he's he's never really been given a run by any manager prior to this season, including Nigel Pearson last season. Um, and that might be his attitude has changed. Doesn't seem to be when you listen to the likes of Tommy Conway talk about him. But he's been outstanding this season. He, he he would be right up there for player of the year if it stopped now because he's, he's he scored. I think that's his seventh goal last night. Yep. Um, his contributions with with Tommy top, the way that Tommy has played and developed. You know, he has to play a part in that. But he was non-stop last night. He 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 was causing problems going forward. He obviously was a key contributor for the first goal. Scores the second goal, which we'll talk about. Um. And just even with, I mean, I don't know what minute he came off at, probably 85th, something like that. It was fairly late. Um, Eighty seven, Was it? Yeah. He's disappointed coming off. Um, mm. So that's just the way that he is. But when you see him smiling after the game, I, I said to you, didn't I? I'd have him in the office now saying, look, we need to renegotiate your terms. We're not going to be able to offer him what he's on now currently, I'm sure. But he seems really happy here. Let's, let's get him signed up because what
1: a player he looks at the moment. 45th minute Wells went from provider to finisher in the fifth as City doubled their lead. The goal owed so much to Antoine Semeno who turned smartly before cutting inside from the left and crossing for Wells to glance beyond the keeper Alex Palmer. The header was the Bermuda-born striker's seventh goal of the season and his first in five games. But Matt watching that one, you see Semeno cut in on the left, cutting cutting in, cut in onto his right whip across in and from where we were sat that looked like that was just Semenyo's goal and looking at the replay it kind of looks like it will arc in but Wells does the right thing gets his head on it and makes sure
2: yeah I think it's on target from Antoine um I think the keeper possibly saves it um so Naki you know does does well to finish like he did but again like the Joe Williams goal if you take it back it's Naki and Rob Atkinson closing the defender down, That then win the ball back, plays it into Antoine, and Antoine's then able to do what he does. Um, and great to see Antoine last night hit a shot like that, controlled, on target. He had one in the second half, didn't he? It just sort of blazed across the bar, but was was not mm. a wild slash. You know, It was really close and just above us, wasn't it? Mm. But yeah, it 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 shows what he's all about. And again, you know, Anton um, is quality. Naki talked about him after in in his post post match one. But um, I'm just really pleased for Naki because it's a really good goal and and deservedly on the night for for what he put in. Yeah,
1: it's uh, how do you see it going forward, Matt? In terms of if we continue to play that same formation with Scott or Viman in behind. You know, Scott was a little bit deeper, yes. But yeah, is it Semenyo? plus Wells or Conway. I mean, if unless Semenyo goes on a, a barren spell and I, starts to knock that yeah. shift in.
2: I think it's I think his horses for courses and I think it's um it's based on form. Um Tommy probably by his own admission and he's an honest lad hadn't been at the form in the last three, four games that he was in the first sort of five, six, seven, eight games. He knows that Naki, you know, is a quality player. Um you want that that competition um so for me I think it's it's two out of those three but certainly Weidman can come into that equation as well because he can play up there and Chris Martin you know Chris Martin came on last night um and did what you wanted him to do um I mean there's a a brilliant passage of play right at the end where he's holding the ball with corners with him and Jade De Silva Mm -hmm. killing probably two three minutes of time so I think we're not struggling up front, although we haven't been great the last few games. I don't think they've had any kind of support. Um, so for me, it's it's not really Semenya plus. I think it's it's out of those three or four, yeah, you choose the two. Yeah,
1: you choose I think, the two. I think you've got Sam Bell scoring goals in the under exactly, well, and, and so. I think very close to to being in the reckoning, Sam Bell as well. Hmm.
3: This is a message from the Bristol City former players association. Throughout last season, we brought a number of ex-players back to Ashton Gate. We were pivotal in delivering celebratory events, including the Ashton Gate 8 40th anniversary. And we also celebrated the stars of the 60s who were paraded on the pitch. This season, we will be commemorating some important moments in the club's history and some very important people who were part of our club. If you would like to assist with sponsorship of any of these events, please get in touch with me by email to events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. In addition, we're always on the lookout for any interesting artefacts from the club's history to add to our ever-growing Bristol City archive. Thanks for listening, and my email address again is events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. Thank you.
1: Okay, half-time summary from Rob. Credit where credit is due, a really accomplished half from City deserving to have taken the lead, but the second was a real bonus. Even before our goals, I felt we had looked significantly more composed and cohesive, moving the ball well and sitting and competing well out of possession. It's been significant how we've played through the thirds, but also not afraid to mix it up with longer passes but all with purpose. Can't help but thinking we have, uh, having a third player in central midfield has made all the difference, something I've been calling for all season. Suddenly we look less open and with Williams scoring, it demonstrates the value in arriving into the box from midfield. Special mention also at this stage to Matty James, who despite some criticism, myself included, has been everywhere and reading, controlling the game excellently. Let's hope we can continue in the same manner for the second half, to secure a much needed win. Uh, spot on there Matt I think with uh, everything you said. Do You know what I, I was sat there listening to it then and I, and I know it kind
2: of goes into our WhatsApp group but I'm driving so didn't didn't read it last night. Oh I never read it Rob, until I read it live on the podcast. You right yeah, um which is a bit bit dangerous. Um <laughs> but yeah Rob, Rob is 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 often very often more often than not spot on um and his is um his summary there is is absolutely that it was a really controlled first half um we were playing the better football nige um in our group as well who i've got a huge amount of respect for um from a coaching point of view saying the same sort of stuff about the the football we were playing um so no it was
1: yeah he he spot on rob and a good debut on sign the city last week very good yeah very good OK, 64th minute, City struggling to get the ball out of their half, but eventually do. And Wells puts Semenya away and he lashes one right-footed over the bar with power into the away end. Um, and we mentioned that one already, Matt, but it was it was closer. It almost looked like the keeper got a touch, but he didn't. Yeah,
2: uh, And the difference for me with this one to what he's done recently, I think it was a deliberate... You know, obviously the other one's up as well, but it was a deliberate strike. It wasn't a slash at it. Mm. He was trying to hit that kind of dip, More you know, composed. power. Of, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: 67th minute heart in mouth as West Albion head glances onto the post and Jada Silva on this occasion is well-placed to clear. You know, it's, we've seen them bounce off the keeper and straight back to the player or off the post and straight to one of their players. But um, yeah, Jada Silva is there to, to hook it out. Yep. 69th minute, a free kick, wide right, and a chance to get the ball into the box. Scott plays it short to James, back to Scott, and it's intercepted. Um, so it wasn't all perfect last night, Matt. We still had a couple of instances where that that set piece, not set piece frailty, but you know, lack of getting the ball in the box. We saw some good crosses, we saw some neat deliveries, but on this occasion, you're, you're 2-0 up and you've got a chance to get the ball in the box, and we don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just say it's because Matty James was a bit ring rusty.
2: Um, <laughs> it it wasn't a great ball, was it? And and yeah, we were immediately then on the defensive. I think it went for a throw um, with the challenge, if I remember rightly. But mm-hmm. yeah, dis- disappointing. You know, you you prefer to see it put in the box, but may- maybe there's an element of game management with that as well. You know, need two 0 is is nearing what twenty odd minutes to go. Um, so so maybe there was some of that. And and I thought. It was something we did quite well last night. Max O'Leary was taking a little bit of time on his kicks. Um, you know, there was a few little things going on throughout the game. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll put it down to game management. But, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good ball, was it? So
1: Okay. 76 minutes. Semenyo off. Williams off. Martin and Viman on. Viman uh, comes on with a point to prove, I would have thought. Uh, swapping out for... How did how did it line up, Matt? How did we how did we go here? So Martin comes on. He was up front with Wells. Was Weimann just in the Scott role, and Scott dropping back in?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, because he was still he was kind of bombing on, so he did move further forward. And certainly when Naki came off, obviously he obviously did. Um, but it's, it's like I said earlier on, Andy isn't a, a natural central midfielder. He is a striker. Fundamentally, so he is going to want to make those moves, Um, you know. And the point that Rob made in, and you know, others were saying it last night as well. We had we had almost a, th- a three in a line in midfield last night, where they were all Matty James, less so. Um, he still got forward, but not not bombing on. Mm. But they were all breaking breaking the lines, moving forward, and, and we were playing through into them. Um, you know the amount of times that Matty James got on the ball and was able to play Scott or Williams, and then we played it back. It was, it felt much more with a purpose last night as opposed to what has been like in the last few weeks, where almost we were scared to keep all of the ball. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know that Andy had a point to prove. I think again, there's a professional. I'm sure you know when you've been playing well, and he, and he hasn't been. He's not, he's not had the influence that he would normally have. So. Um, maybe internally to himself, you know, he, he wanted to prove something. But um, you know, I, I certainly, um, I think it was the right call, and and I would keep the same starting lineup Saturday with all all players being fit.
1: Okay, another change: Matty James on the eighty-first minute comes off for Andy King. But they are similar <laughs> players that bring that level of experience and assuredness.
2: Um, I think he he's calm on the ball as well. Um, being there, seen it, done it, and and what a great substitution to be able to make that you're bringing off one experience. But, you know, in, in the the context of where we were in the game, being 2-0 up, entering the last knock-ins, you do need that experience. Now, if we're 2-0 down well, or 2-1 down, um, you probably want something one a little bit more attack-minded. But, yeah, I think it was, again, the, the right move, right time. And actually was, was good to give Matty James his own round of applause as he's going off because it was a really, yeah. really good performance from him, wasn't it? And I know that that doesn't come into it. It was a sub for game management and it was the right thing to do. He's not played for however many weeks, mm. but also also nice that he was able to get that that round of applause.
1: Yeah. And I think, again, just going back to the the Baggies fans and, and Chris, what he said, being able to bring Andy King on for Matty James, two players that have done it at the very top, uh, is it's great, and I think the, the bench was, was quite strong last night.
2: Yeah, no, it absolutely was. Well, you know, Tommy's on there as well, and I know, you know, I know you've got George Tanner, but, but then the next subs we make are the, the Tommy coming on and Thomas Callas coming on. So, yeah, yeah just shows that, that depth, doesn't
1: it? 87th minute, Wells for Conway, straight swap, and Callas for Sykes. And uh, we thought we might see a little experiment of Callas at right wing back, but uh, I think Zach Viner goes out there, doesn't he?
2: Yes, yeah. I think that they seem to go to a little bit flatter um, defensively then, but... Um, Certainly good, wasn't the high line, was it? No, good good to see Thomas come on. And, and actually, we, and we've not mentioned him, but Mark Sykes had a good game last night as well. Um, you know, he, he got on the ball. Um, we, we were talking about it in the car coming back. I don't think either of our wing-backs probably provide enough in the final third in terms of crosses and, and getting to the byline or or before and, and putting the ball in but I thought defensively last night both were excellent and Sykes had an awful lot to do there were lots of balls hit from from distance you know on the angle and and he dealt with them really really well um I thought he had a good game last night Sykes
1: yeah 6 minutes injury time um there was a a chance for West Brom it hit the hit the um the crossbar yeah, John a, Swift. Yeah, ahead of a strike from on the on the right, well, more or less, same as Civenio's yes shot yep. for the goal. Um, but yeah, that hits the crossbar and bounces out. So slight heart and mouth moments, but that was the only real threat. I didn't think they had one shot on target. They uh, didn't through, through the entire game. And again, I read a stat that,
2: uh, I'm going to say March 2001, was it? Or 2021, yeah. but maybe, I don't know, it was, it was some, something like that. Um, since we've shut a side out from having a shot on target. Um, But bear in mind, we're talking about West Brom, who were in the Prem, I don't know, two seasons ago, Um, maybe longer, Um, and at a ground that we hadn't won at since 1993, and actually often have been absolutely battered, really. You know, we've we've lost some games there, conceding threes, fours, um so to shut them out like that. And it is small margins patch. You know, they they've hit the crossbar, they've hit the the um the post, um, and we've had to defend thirteen corners. I mean, the old shout of handball um went up, it seems, every time the ball was was struck in in the direction. But I did see one last night that Atkinson sort of throws his body at, and it does seem to catch his arms, albeit close to his body, that some other refs might have given and in credit to Bobby Madley, um, who um, was a, a prem ref going back a number of years and then there was some um some issue, some um I think he ended up going abroad, some sort of personal things. Um and then he's come back and he's worked his way up from the 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 lower divisions. I thought he was excellent last night. He didn't get
1: phased by the home crowd, didn't give decisions because of that. Um, I thought he refereed really, really well. I've actually got a little note here underneath your ratings to say, give give us a ref rating and probably an eight or a nine, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I thought he, I thought he refereed really, really well. And that, like I said, there were lots and lots of shots because we did have to defend. And it, it's, it was a funny one really, Patch, wasn't it? Because it, it wasn't a defensive performance where you're like, oh my God, we're going to concede in a minute because they're just all over us. It was just the fact they were pumping the ball in the box we were defending and, and seeing it out for corners, and then we were defending corners, and then mm. the the recycled ball. Um, so yeah, I, 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 it was it was a really really solid display. I thought.
1: Okay, um, and yeah, that last sort of in that last six minutes, I spent. I think we spent three minutes in the corner taking throw-ins. Tommy came round the back to collect one and and lay yeah. it back, win another corner. Chris Martin. was involved. Yeah. Jay yeah, Jade to Silva. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, we, we've complained about game management, time management so much yeah. over the last few seasons, and yeah, even like Max collecting the ball and then falling forward yeah, and yeah. all yeah. of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Right, let's come on to the ratings then, Matt. Go for uh, go for it first, Max.
2: You have to keep me honest because you wrote them down, and I am. I, did. I am. I am, I am <laughs> let's got see them, if they've so. changed. Yeah, overnight. let's see if they've changed. So I, I think we went seven for Max. Yeah um thought thought it was a really good display um lots of balls in the box as you said a couple that he came in punched um yeah so I, I, his distribution at times was a little bit off um he had a, he, he seemed to to wait a little bit at times didn't he for uh, and it was a bit of heart and mouth moment um, because you had that Thomas Asante closing yeah. the ball down in one or two. He then ended up miscuing, but g- generally, I thought it was a, a, a positive display from Max in in only his, what is it his second game, third, um, third game. So yeah, Sykes yeah. seven for Sykes, um, much improved. Um,
1: had a lot more work to do, but yeah, I thought I thought it was a really good game from Sykes. So seven. I think we've said how how he can get an eight and a nine is is getting forward as much as he does get back, get to the byline, whip across in on someone's head. It's funny, isn't it? Because
2: we we saw him in pre-season and he was our standout player in pre-season in the games that we saw, um, which was pretty much all of them. Um, and then in the early part of the season he had a couple of games where he, he you know he, he tricked his way to the byline and putting crosses in. And he just seems to have lost that little bit of confidence in in doing that, but
1: was was much more the player that I saw at the start of the season last night. Yeah. Again, you don't know what he's been told to do. No, exactly. For, exactly. There we go. Um right, let's go across the other side, Jay de Silva. Seven for Jay. I've been critical of Jay
2: um over the last few weeks. Um Again, going forward, he, he actually showed a lot, a lot of good work going forward with with his feet, but we probably didn't get the end product still. Um, certainly in the first half, the first two crosses he had were didn't beat the first man or was over hit. Um, but he obviously is the assist for the goal um, and does really well. And that's where you want to see Jade Selfie. You want to see him, and the same with Sykes the other side, as wingbacks, they need to be coming in at the back post like he did. Um, so yeah I, I thought it was a, and defensively I thought Jay looked really sang last night so it was a, a, a 7 for Jay okay. and, and knocking on an 8 to be fair but yeah Viner,
1: Closer and Atkinson
2: all three I've gone 8 um, and Rob Atkinson was very very close I think eight, all three of them could have been man of the match but Rob Atkinson was very very close to being man of the match again which I think would have been the third game running for us um, I thought he was outstanding um, but similarly, Tim Close showed what he's about. Um, you know, that first first ball defender winning the headers like he did. Gave a couple of free kicks away just b- because of pace more than anything. Um, and similarly, Zach on the other side thought Zach looked really good. Chris referenced him, didn't he, when we were talking to him on the way back, um, said how, how well he played um and how impressed he was but also vocally how he could hear him and and said it was like a captain's performance from zach so from an opposition fan perhaps gives a slightly different context to to what a lot of our fans would say with zach Mm.
1: um
2: but yeah i thought it was i thought those back three were were
1: superb last night yeah um And closer as well. Just a little note at the end with his little celebration. Yeah, those those sorts of things go a long way with city fans, don't they? You know, we don't. We're never going to get it from Nige. No. Uh, closer just always seems to have a bit of a laugh and a smile on his face.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and and what was nice was um, so if anyone didn't see, it's very very much sort of Gary Johnson. You know, where he's he's waiting to give the the fist pump. and close went to do it and then stopped, but then the fans started giving it the old woo, yeah, and the players and were- and the players were then basically saying to so, him, no, go on, crack on, then you've got to do it." <laughs> so yeah, he, he jumps up and I think um, Ellie captured it on her on her video. So um, yeah. yeah, it was brilliant, and and he's he's obviously a re- I think that's the one thing Patch I've noticed this season. They seem to have a really, really good character really good characters in the dressing room and they all seem to get on
1: really well. Yeah. Um and that goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh into the midfield then. James and Williams. It's a
2: bit bit boring, isn't it? But we've gone two eight gone two eights again. Um and Joe Williams was, was knocking on a nine. I thought Joe Williams was outstanding last night and he, he was our man of the match. Um yeah, I thought he was brilliant. Um getting the goal. But it is all round breaking up of the play, but Matty James allowed that as well, and they worked well as a three in there with Alex Scott. So, um, yeah, those, those two, Matty James could could arguably been man of the match um, for his first game back in the way that he controlled it, showing the value that he brings as well. You know, and i will I'd doff my cap to him for that. But yeah, we we went two eights and and Joe with a, a man of the match.
1: Okay, Alex Scott.
2: I think We went eight for Scotty as well, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah. I thought again, like, like, much like the back three, I think the the middle three you, you couldn't really split, so yeah,
1: and, and uh, I think a second or third consecutive game for it, Scott, without a booking.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, no, good to see.
1: Yeah, um, Naki Wells, it's
2: really boring, isn't it? But I think we went eight with Naki as well, did, yeah, um, and and you know, you can't, I think, um. Coming back, Ellie sort of said, well, What does it take to get a nine? And and it's kind of that kind of performance and, and maybe a couple of goals. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's we, we we don't really give many nines out, and I'm struggling to think if we have ever given a ten, maybe for a hat trick from Andy Vyman, but um but yeah, I thought Naki was superb, like I said, and, and it was an eight. But lots of these eights could easily arguably be be nines. Um they they were all really good, solid eights. Okay, and Semenyo. Um, I think we went seven for Antoine. Um, I didn't think his influence was was as great as as Naki's,
1: but still, you know, again, bear in mind six okay. is what we'd expect. He has set he set the bar high for exactly. himself. Exactly. Yeah, he he caused the goal. um, yeah. had that chance where he blazed over, and you know was making movement up top. But yeah, it's just it's just how it how it falls. Yeah, Marjorie Pearson.
2: Got to be an eight. First first victory away at the Hawthorns since yeah. nineteen ninety three. Um, again got the big calls right. Um, got to be an eight. Yeah. Okay.
1: Right. What's the uh? What was the average? I've got no idea. I that. Well, put it in. So we've uh, yeah. Got eight eights and three sevens. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be eight. Yeah. Uh I'll, um,
2: I'll, I'll do it as you we read the <laughs> yeah, tweets.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll read through some tweets. Yeah, okay. So Chris. Cracking performance, some nice crisp passing, first half, then a dogged defensive display in the second. Great to see players throwing bodies on the line to block shots. Atkinson was immense. Credit to Nigel, you've got it spot on tonight. Beth not roof, three words. Thirteen corners defended. Beg Judney. Sorry. Doug Judney, a big win against a side who I'm sure will be at least a top-half side come the end of the season. Hmm, interesting. Defending 13 corners should do their confidence good considering our recent set-piece record. A composed performance yet again when Matty James is in the side. We go again. Dr. Dean, joys of being a Bristol City fan after the lows of Saturday. Tonight we see the kind of committed display we all crave from our team. The first win at West Brom for 29 years to boot, solid defensively, and a midfield display we've been waiting for, Atkinson, man of the match. Uh, Dave, no mercy, that was excellent. Best defensive display of the season, commitment all over the field. We really earned that win. And Matt, over the past many seasons, we've been quite streaky. We go on a winning run, we go on a losing run, but we're win-loss, win-loss now. Win <laughs> yes
2: yeah yeah um obviously we had a, we had a draw thrown in there as well we carve a couple of games back a few games back um but we, you know we, we talk about it often it's about the consistency and they need to now go Saturday to Reading and get a result you know we can go there Reading Reading were two 0 up last night and ended up losing three two to Swansea so they'll be slightly deflated but but obviously are playing well I think Tom Ince is is scoring goals for them which is always a concern when we play against Tom Ince um but we can go there in in confident mood you know they their last game mate they
1: lost to west brom um you yeah. know and and we deservedly beat west brom last night so yeah so they lost last night to swansea swansea yeah. um and that was away they lost at home 2-0 to west brom yep. which you know I, I, last night west brom if they if they were uh, you know it must have been improved and they played. Yeah. Urenin. Then they lost away to QPR. Then a draw. Then a win. And then a win at Wigan. So yeah, yeah, another another team, a little bit inconsistent. So it'd be interesting to see, and also interesting to see how we line up. Uh If you look at our ratings, if that's anything to go by, the the back three all had eight. So where Callas surely can't come into that. Yeah. If you, there's any injuries. I
2: don't. I don't think you change it. So unless. um Unless Joe Williams can't can't play because of, of, of the, the number of games again. Game. unless Matty James gets a reoccurrence of anything, you know, I, I would be looking to start exactly the same team um, and in exactly the same formation. Okay. Um, we were an average of seventeen. Uh, sorry, seven point six four. Seven
1: point six four. Oh, well, watch what a shift that is from uh, yeah, four point nine three against Millwall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, consistency is 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 the next thing, isn't it? Is what, exactly that's what we want. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Little bit of AOB. I did a Robin's Reunited on Sunday, um, immediately after the Millwall pod, which was uh brave. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and both Chris Honor and Paul Marden were at the game last night. Paul Marden on the, in the West Brom end as a as a West Brom former player, and Chris Honor was sat up in the stand with the away with the away fans. Uh, Matt, your thoughts on on the podcast? I certainly enjoyed it. It was. Uh, a reminisce on the eighties and that's their YT stories, their um their trip to Nottingham, where Paul Mardin obviously scored that goal and and he watched the goal with us and was, got goosebumps.
2: Yeah, I mean, um I've said before, I went to school with Paul um junior score he, he he lived in the road um opposite Manan so um knew Paul really well. Um and then in later years Paul's sister, her son Sam played in my youth football team. So again, sort of know the family really well. Um great lad, Paul. Um very, very unlucky with injuries in his career. Um he, he kind of touched touches on it in the pod that went to Liverpool for trial. Um a million pound move was was sort of almost done. Um, and got injured during the trial. Um, so it didn't kind of work out. And and you saw the, others, the other side of football, you know. Um, he talks about his relationship with Terry Cooper and how he was like a father with him. And then how that, that kind of changed slightly because of a, a renegotiating of his contract when, when Terry was on holiday at Birmingham. Um, but it it kind of makes you realise, and then also hearing about Joe Jordan and mm. um, the way that Joe was with both of them, um, you know, as fans, you, you have your your hero managers, um, but you you don't always know what goes on behind the scenes, do you? So it was it was interesting to listen to both of them, and they you know we 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 know Chris. Chris is a great lad, and he he, he does brilliantly on Radio Bristol. Um, and sums up the man that there he is, square in the middle of the away end last night, cheering like the rest of us. So, mm. yeah, player, yes, but first and foremost, a Bristol City fan, um, as I know Paul is. So, yeah,
1: yeah. What what struck a chord with me as well was when Chris left Bristol City, and the fact he said he more or less sat in his car and cried his eyes out. Imagine that, Bristol City fan, playing for Bristol City, living out your dreams, and then you and then you have to leave and go and get a job elsewhere. Yeah, exactly, and in Scotland, um, and in Scotland, beautiful place. Don't get me wrong, but a hell of a way to go is what I mean. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, no, I, I, again, is it, it's one of those things, Patch, and I know you in, you really enjoy doing them, but for for us as fans, listening to those podcasts and some of those inside stories is just brilliant. And I, and I know <laughs> I know you've got to do a great bit of editing on lots of them because some of them aren't necessarily for uh, for the family podcast that we are. Um, but it's brilliant, you know. We we absolutely love them as fans. So yeah, credit to you, mate, in the, and the and the hard work that goes into it. And I know it's not easy because you're a you're doing it on a Sunday after going out on the lash <laughs> on a Saturday. Oh, God, yeah. You do our podcast, then you have to, to to crack on with another one. But
1: yeah, no, um, it was yeah. brilliant, mate. Well, awesome, done. right? Good stuff. We'll be back on Sunday morning for yep. Reading away. Who knows? Perfect. Let's hope we we get the same team turn up that we had last time. Same night, consistency, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right,
2: Brilliant. take care everyone. Take care everybody.
1: Riding Cheers
0: mate. Bye. I've been riding fast Gonna take this moment I'm gonna make you lay. Cause you don't know me Don't be quick to judge to tell you something I don't care that much Don't come around here here town You know it ain't that big It don't take long to know just what I did